One of the things I've been trying to do is reach out and cast a wider net so I can find other people other than the usual suspects. You know, I want to find people from other parts of the world with different points of view and all that stuff. And boy, do I have a treat for you today because this dude is already in tomorrow on the other side of the world in Singapore. Yeah, I'm talking about a gentleman you're just about to meet named Rayson Chu. Now, why don't I kick right away to the two shots so you can see this gentleman from Singapore all the way on, let's see, if today is Wednesday, is today Wednesday? Yeah, today's Wednesday in the US, it's Thursday morning in Singapore. So, you know, I got, I'll be honest with you, Rayson, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on this podcast is because you literally are from an entirely different point of view than anybody in my hemisphere of the world. You are in Singapore, the city that I think most Americans would know from either Westworld, the new version of Westworld on HBO, or Crazy Rich Asians, which was shot pretty much completely in Singapore. So if you need a, an image for where Rayson is right now, just picture yourself. He's on one of those high rises with the incredible pools overlooking the wonderful waterfront in uh, Singapore and all that stuff. So anyway, welcome to the podcast, Rayson. I'm so happy to have you on. Thanks for making the time. Well, it's really my honor and pleasure to be on your podcast as well. Really appreciate it. And man, I'm really, really grateful to be able to share some of my insights, some of my tips and advices and even golden nuggets that I've learned over the past seven, eight years in my whole life of building my brand up. Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to rock and roll out with you. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm so glad to have you on. And I find that really interesting because personal branding has been a growing pretty big thing in the United States ever since Tom Peters wrote the very influential article in Fast Company magazine in 1997 about personal branding. And sometimes we in America like to think we're ahead of the game on everything, but that's not necessarily true because if you've been working on building your brand for seven, eight years, you're certainly ahead of the curve when it comes to a lot of people here in the United States. Why did you start building your brand as, as long ago as eight years ago. What got you started? What got me started was because I actually did something really, really silly in the past. Back then, I thought when I graduated from the army, which all Singaporean boys have to go through, right? I thought, man, I got to go through the army and then came out with a diploma in nursing, which is what I have. And then I'm going to go wherever I want, do whatever I want in terms of nursing. But somehow rather... I didn't make it through in, in terms of that because my first job as a Japanese clinic nurse, I didn't really do pretty well in that first job. And you know what? I pretty much got myself fired during the first job within just a few months, just three months or so. And I got so pretty down and very upset with myself. I was very disappointed in myself. So I asked myself, what on earth do I want to do? So I, I started to actually not just say negative things about myself, feel so negative about it, but I told myself that, hey, I need to buck up. I need to be better than who I was. And I told myself I'm going to be better than who I was five years from then. And then after that, I decided to work on myself. I reflected and I decided to work on myself. I went on to read and, and realized that, hey, personal branding is very, very important. So I started off that journey to improve for myself. And man, 
I chance upon a lot of stuff. I chance upon Ty Lopez. I chance upon Gary Vee. I chance upon Grant Cardone and all these other influential entrepreneurs. And I also happen to chance upon this podcast called Addicted to Success. So I was so drawn by this podcast because, man, this guy by the name of Joel Brown, at that point of time, he was pretty much a newbie. Same goes with Louis House. They, they were not so well-known in the States at that point of time, or even in Australia. And then after that, I realized that, hey, these guys, they are able to do something very, very impactful and yet amazing and, and magnificent. And that was to actually interview celebrity entrepreneurs or even authors like Oprah Winfrey, Tony Robbins, especially when I saw Louis House interviewing Tony Robbins in his private jet, I was asking myself, hey, if these guys can actually do something like this, what about myself? What about me? So I decided to actually work on it and decided to start off to have that dream of having my own podcast. And that's where I decided, hey, you know what? This is something I'm going to work on and I'm going to build up from there and then. And I want to have the best entrepreneurs, the best people that can actually come on board to share and add value as much as possible. Not just to myself, selfishly, yes, it, it's for me, but in a more generous way, it's for the audience that has been following me as well and the people that has been following my journey as well. So I decided to work on my personal brand. I decided to work on this podcast called The Regacy Show. And I decided to actually not just be playing so small in, in the nursing field, but I want to be bigger outside of my work, outside of my job scope. And that is to build a podcast and build probably, I would say, an empire for myself in a sense. So that once I find that this empire is rich enough, is good enough, I can just decide to actually say bye-bye to nursing, even though nursing is, is really a meaningful job. But I believe that the amount of impact that I can have with Regacy will be way more as compared to nursing, in my own opinion. I just want to stop you for a second and underline a couple things for our audience. You were hit in the head with a brick by being fired from your first job post-Army. You yep. spent some time licking your wounds and probably feeling bad about yourself. But then you started pulling yourself out of whatever depression you might have felt and started to look for inspirational resources. You found them and then you started studying them. Whether you thought of it as I'm studying them or not, that's what you were doing. You were studying who they were, how they do what they do and what value really means. Because I'm guessing you learned that if I find it valuable, my listeners could potentially find it valuable. Therefore, it is valuable. And I think those things are so important because like a lot of people who are faced with a job loss or health issues or anything like that that may leave them not in the best place, a lot of the people like that look around for solace, for some healing of some sort. I think you went the right route, which is find inspiration. Because if you're inspired, you're already looking up and you're gonna get out of your hole, and you're gonna start doing stuff. And another thing I wanna underline for the nonfiction brand podcast audience is, the dude is a nurse, and his podcast is not about nursing, it's not about medicine, it's not about health and wellness, it's not about professional medical blah blah blah. It's about something he's developed a real passion for, right? The, what I would yep. call, entrepreneurial business space. 
Why did you choose that? Was it because the people who inspired you were the ones who literally lit that fire in your mind? Well, I would say that at the start, this podcast was just for authors, for books and authors, right? To, to, to introduce the books. But then after that, after the first interview, I realized that, hey, my Facebook has a lot of people inside, like a lot of entrepreneurs that are in my Facebook list, my Facebook friend list. So I decided to go and ask myself, hey, what is it that I want to do, right? I want to do, I want to interview, I want to be an entrepreneur in the future as well. And I thought, hey, why not just interview these people, like interview all these people and get their knowledge, be it generic knowledge on entrepreneurship, on business, on how to start a business, how to create your own systems, how to brand yourself and things like that. Just get myself started. And and that's where I started to go on in depth, not just interviewing authors, but I branched it out to interviewing entrepreneurs. And I even had a, a team for the first time, for, for the first year, in fact. I actually had a team because I, I had quite a number of relationship coaches who are my acquaintances, my friends as well. So I decided to interview them as well. So that's where I said, hey, why not just go and interview these relationship coaches about dating and relationship. And then after that, slowly as it goes, I realized that, wow, entrepreneurship is something that I'm very passionate about. And that's where entrepreneurs started to pour in and start to ask me, hey, do you want to interview me? And then there are even people from PR companies that actually, that they are not based in Singapore, but they are based in the States. They decided to reach out to me. Uh, I'm not sure how they got to know about my podcast, but they actually reached out to me and asked me to interview their clients as well. And that happened right after... Gary V came onto my podcast. And that's mm. all these amazing things that has happened. And then slowly and surely, the amount of people came, were pouring in, there, there was a lot of them. Uh, and until I was pretty much, I would say, overwhelmed in a sense, because there's so many people who are reaching out to me, influential entrepreneurs in Singapore, influential entrepreneurs in the States as well. They reach out to me, they ask me about my podcast and and the PR companies reach out to me and ask me on their behalf as well. And I, I just told them, hey, you know what, let's let's do it. And then some people I had to bring it from, for example, like this year, January, they did they inquired. They had to wait until probably June or July to actually be interviewed as well. Or some some even had to wait until from last year, they had to wait until this year, then then they got the interview slot as well. It all transformed from just talking about introducing the author and their book into just entrepreneurship and business and personal branding and everything else that encompasses entrepreneurship. This very, very huge topic. Well, and it's interesting because often people will ask what has to come first, the chicken and the egg question, which came first, <laughs> chicken or egg? Do you mm -hmm. have a podcast before you have a theme? It sounds to me like, yeah. For you, you start a podcast, it starts here, and then it starts moving a little bit. But the unifying thing is the, the whole podcast platform that did not lock you into a theme that you had to have forever, but it allowed you to calibrate a little bit at a time that podcast to match what you're most passionate about and also, frankly, the type of people you could get. Once Gary V comes on your podcast, Gary Vaynerchuk, he uh, gives you the stamp of approval 
that's going to get a lot of people's attention. And it verifies that you are, in fact, someone worth talking to. So kudos to you for that. But the biggest kudos I can give you is the fact that you, again, you as a recently unemployed nurse got over the pain of that job loss, started looking around, got inspired, found podcasting, started really not just, you know, being a consumer of podcasts, but starting to become a creator of a podcast until you get to the point where you have a podcast and then you get big names actually wanting to be on it. Which came first? I'll tell you right now, the podcast came first. The theme doesn't have to be perfect from right out of the gate. And frankly, I'm sure you feel the same way. The first 25 podcasts you do are pretty bad because you're still getting your voice. You're still working on getting your equipment working correctly. You're, you aren't sure exactly how long it should be, how short it should be. Do I have theme music? Do I have some big intro? Do I not have an intro? All those things you're trying and you don't know until you do it. But the thing is, you get better incrementally. So if you know you're going to get better incrementally, start doing it now because the next time is going to be a little bit better. The time after that, a little bit better, a little better, 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 better. And then you get to the point where, wow, I've got a show that people are clamoring to be on. I'm getting known in my area. And by the way, the other thing I want to underline is the dude is in Singapore. Singapore <laughs> yeah. is on the southern tip of Malaysia. Isn't that right? Oh, yes. And we are just a tiny speck on the map that you can ever find, which you will take many, many, many minutes to find that small little spot on the map itself. And, and we are so small. And I, I, I couldn't believe that, wow, I could reach out to so many people around the globe, not just in Singapore, Malaysia, not just in Southeast Asia, but reaching out to America, reaching out to Canada, and even to Europe as well. Because one, you may think Singapore's small and very kind of out of the way. To everybody on my side of the pond, we're going, ooh, Singapore, that's a really cool place. I'd love to go there sometime. I've seen it in movies. It's an epicenter for Asian economic activity. It's a hop, skip, and a jump away from just about every Southeast Asian country in the world. So it's really exotic. So talking to you is a whole lot more interesting than for me to talk to someone from, let's say, Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, to you... Talking to someone from Las Vegas might be really, really cool. Well, to me, it's like, well, you know, I've, I'm an American there, an American big whoop. So you got to play the cards you're given to the right people. For you, you know, you got on my radar, not all because you're from Singapore, but I'll be honest with you, that was the thing that really caught my attention. Because in my head, I'm going, wow, if I could get known a little bit in Singapore, that would help me. I'm not a big one for following the analytics of my podcast on, I use Podbean as my podcast host website. They have pretty good analytics. I don't pay much attention to them. But a friend of mine said, at least look at what countries you've got listeners in. And she said, because I've got 27 countries. And I'm like, wow, 27? <laughs> I looked on mine, I've got 42. So oh, wow. uh, yeah, I, I was like, are you kidding me? And that becomes now a great number for me to tout to someone like you to get you to come on my podcast. Well, you know, I've got listeners in 42 countries uh, around the globe, and I would love to have you on as a guest. Well, that's a whole lot sexier than I'm in my basement in my house in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. Do you know where Wisconsin is? It's in the United States. 
talk about a little pinpoint. Go ahead and look that up sometime on a map, and you'll find out that Sun Prairie is just outside the capital city of the state of Wisconsin, which is right in the middle, the upper middle of the United States. So eh, you need a magnifying glass. Let's put it that way. Anyway, so Rayson, how long did it take you from episode one to episode what to feel really comfortable as a podcaster and start attracting the type of guests that you wanted for your podcast? Well, it took me because my podcast actually started off with just Facebook Live because I thought like people are in Singapore, especially in Singapore, I've seen like people are misusing Facebook Live back in the days in 2016, 2017. They were actually misusing it. Like they are filming people committing suicide, unfortunately. Mm. They're filming people having fights in a coffee shop. They're filming people having fights in school bullying in school and things like that. And I thought to myself, why not do something different? Something probably interesting in a sense. And that is to interview entrepreneurs and get them to share insights, get them to share about their life, their inspirational stories with the people that are tuning in on Facebook so that people will find it entertaining and also at the same time educational for them. So that's where I started to do that. And then from the first episode until I would say probably the 20th or even 28th episode which Gary V came on, that got me more comfortable in a sense. I, it, it took me a while, I would say. Even when Gary V came on, I was still pretty nervous, right? So it, it took a while. And then after that, Uncle G, Grand Cardoon came in. I, I got more comfortable, as, especially when I reached out to Uncle G, came on and I started to feel more comfortable and at ease even though i had some friends who advised me who are speakers themselves and they advised me what to say how to do it how to make it a more impactful kind of a podcast so that the guests themselves can remember me remember the host because it is very important for the guests to to not just build a friendship with you through the podcast but also at the same time build a I would say quite an impressionable impression on you, I would say. So that's how I actually started off and then slowly got even better and better and better and better and got people feel more comfortable, like as if we are having some coffee chat at Starbucks and we are recording this chat together, all together in a sense. So this is how it all started off. And then it eventually bloomed to my surprise. In fact, I never thought that I would be so comfortable talking to people who are of a bigger stature, higher capability than me. So I was like, wow, it's a really, really big journey for me. It's really a big jump as well for a nurse, especially for a nurse to actually speak to entrepreneurs who are multi, multi millionaires and some, I would say, even reaching to the billions already. So it's not something that a nurse would be doing because nurses will normally will be talking to the occupational therapists, physiotherapists, or it's in my workplace, which is an asylum, right? Well, we'll be talking more towards the doctors who are psychiatrists, psychotherapists, for example, right? Rather than speaking to entrepreneurs, chefs, um, talking to a magician who is like uh, one of the famous magician in, in the States who performs for billionaires, right? And, and all the other amazing people, or even talking to you in person, right? It, no, no nurses would have ever dreamt of that unless 
if they were to in, be in the clinic and you happen to go to uh, for, for an appointment, for example, go and see a doctor, uh, then they would probably have a glimpse of you, have a glimpse of uh, Gary or Grant or whoever, and, and they, will, they will be speaking to them for a short moment of time. Like, oh, um, your wife is, 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 uh, is in this room, or hey, uh, you're going for x-ray, you should go here, and that's it. Nothing much about, yeah. hey, how to do yeah. business, hey, how do I build my brand? How do I grow as a person? How do I, what, what are the books to read and et cetera and et cetera, right? Yeah. No, no one would ever be able to do that. And I thought to myself, why not be that one to step up and step out of my comfort zone and go out there and talk to these people and learn and grow and incrementally improve on myself every single day, every single year. Longtime listeners of this podcast will have heard me say this over and over again. You're doing what... I advise everyone to do, which is step out of the shadows and into your own personal spotlight because you have a story to tell. You have a point of view that's worth being heard. You have questions that people would love to answer. You also have unique things to offer them, not the least of which is where you're located geographically. I mean, am I going to sell a bunch of nonfiction brand books in Singapore? Probably not, but I don't know what is going to happen by being on your podcast. I just know that it's a whole lot more than I had the day before. More possible opportunity. It's like, you got to think of stuff like that as like, you're just exposing yourself to many more possibilities. Simply by having a conversation with someone else, you don't know where that network could go or how it could help you. Especially if you create and cultivate, protect and project your personal brand. I mean, you've mentioned it a couple times about building a personal brand that's not predicated on your job. Because keep in mind, based on everything I've heard from you, nursing is a job for you, not necessarily a lifetime career. Your career Mm -hmm. could take some of the aspects of nursing, the helping people, aiding them as they struggle to recover, to become better in their lives, empower them, inspire them. These are all things nurses do, right? They're also yep. what Rayson Chu is doing every podcast episode of his Regacy podcast, which you can find everywhere. Find podcasts are free. Just look up the Regacy show, R-A-Y-G-A-C-Y, the Regacy show. Look for that wherever you get your podcast for free and you will find the dulcet tones of Rayson Chu will guide you through a whole bunch of interesting stuff, including what I would call a Southeast Asian perspective on all things entrepreneur, all things personal branding, all things interesting and exciting, directed mostly toward the world of business. Again, I applaud you. No other nurse, I'm going to say probably with a 100% degree of certainty, that no other nurse in Singapore is doing a podcast about anything and certainly none of them are getting an international profile based on anything they're doing so you're doing it and kudos to you man thank you thank you so much for the compliments really really appreciate it well you know i'm hoping that the listeners to this podcast episode are being inspired and saying hey if racin who's in this tiny city state country in southeast asia can get on gary vaynerchuk's radar on Grant Cordon's radar, 
are you are you kidding me and not only are are you on their radar but they're coming on your show are you kidding me and he doesn't have an mba from harvard or stanford he doesn't have a tech startup that you know was funded for a billion dollars he's just a young man from a small country who said i'm not going to be hampered by the fact that i'm both young and from a small country instead you're taking the energy that young men have and applying it to a platform that enables you to talk to people around the world. I mean, I'm a podcaster because I realized one day, you know what? What does it cost to actually create a podcast? Sure, you got to have a microphone, you got to have a decent computer and some nice bandwidth. You've got to have a podcast host website, which will cost you from five to $10 US, depending on who you go with. And the rest of it's free. Like right now, I am talking to a guy on the other side of the world with video for free. And I'm getting yeah. my voice out there into the world for free. So you got to say, how many barriers do you have to not have to get off your butt and do something like this? Rayson, when you started, what, what type of technology did you have when you started your podcast? Well, I only had a phone and a phone stand. And then slowly, I upgraded from uh, just these two equipment. I started to have a mic on, a dual mic, right? And then after that, it became this platform where I have my own laptop, my own webcam, and then a mic by HyperX. So, so yeah, it, it, it took, took me a while. But before this mic came in, it was just a Sony headphone, which, which I, I really love, which is WMX1. 10003 or something like this um it is it is like uh, one of the best headphones i, I would ever recommend people to actually um, go and purchase it is by by sony as well it's one of the better versions mm -hmm. and and yeah i only use this this few equipments very few people that i know of right they are doing podcasts in singapore they are actually investing a lot in their equipments they are having they are rodeo mics, they are having their DSLR, they are having a lot of different cam views like what DP is having right now. But I, I just wanted to keep it, you know, user-friendly for myself. And I, I don't think I would want to use this podcast to go like uh, to have DSLR versions and all this other stuff. I, I just felt that, hey, I'm just comfortable with this right now. Uh, but if, let's say, I happen to have really special guests coming over, then probably I would have a team of my friends who are doing all this uh, video production and all, then they'll help me film. Other than that, no, I'll just use my phone or I'll just use my laptop and that's it, right? Because this it's, it's very simple. You don't have to have superbly expensive, high-end technology kind of equipments to let you start your own podcast or start your own video recording or start whatever that you want to do. Because... The more you tell yourself that, hey, I need to have a DSLR from Canon or, or Olympus or whichever, or Nikon or whichever brand that you like, and it will cost a bomb. It will cost like a few thousand dollars. And every time if you are working a day job and night job and whatever job that you're having to sustain for your family, and then you, you have this passion and, and you want it, and then what will, what will be stopping you? All those things that you've been thinking of, like, oh, I need this mic, I need this thing and this that this that this that and man it will cost a lot and you will start to train yourself from doing whatever that you really want because you already yeah. thought that it's going to be expensive 
in actual fact, it doesn't have to be really expensive. And look at look at my podcast. I don't use expensive equipments. And where has it led me to? It has led me to Grant Cardone. It has led me to Gary Vee. It has led me to DP, you. It has led me to so many people around the world. And even, even uh, people from Africa. Oh, there's one guy that's from Africa that I've interviewed as well. And people from Finland and people from from whichever country, they came to Singapore and my friends who brought them to Singapore, they automatically refer them to me, to my podcast. And they will ask me to go go and interview this guy, right? Or interview this girl or interview this couple or interview this amazing dudes who are really good in entrepreneurship, who are really amazing, who have that credential and things like that. So what's stopping you? Well, Raisin, I want to thank you so much for being on the Nonfiction Brand Podcast. As always, I would love for Nonfiction Podcast listeners to like, subscribe, refer, and dun, 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 review this podcast wherever you find it, because that really does help other people find it. Also, I'm going to throw this out there to listeners. If you're at all interested, you can download three free PDF worksheets from nonfictionbrand.com gift. And that'll help you get started on your personal branding journey. That's it for me. I'm your host, DP Knutin, and he is Race and Chew. And I'll be talking at you again next time. Bye bye. <laughs>